Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. For the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Ohio Silver, the Lone Ranger. His faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. The stories of his strength and courage, his daring and resourcefulness have come down to us through the generations. And nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past and the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver, the Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver! Hurry, big fellow! I'm Silver! The big spring rodeo had been held in the town of Broken Arrow the first week of May, and here it was July. And the cast on Happy Donovan's leg became almost unbearable. Yet... The kid managed to hunch up on his elbows in bed and grin when his old friend, Doc Westmore, came into the room. Ah, Hab, been asleep? Oh, I did wake you up. Oh, Doc, I'm glad you woke me up. Oh, yes, sir, I'm mighty glad. How you feel? Why, you're sweating so much. Too much covers? Uh, just had a bad dream. That is, some of it was bad, some good. Yeah? I dreamed that my leg was, was awful bad, stiff as a poker. I was set down for life. You mean you'd never ride again? Something like that. Never bust another bronc. No more rodeos. No more roping. Well, that's the bad part. What was the good part of the dream? Well, it was all kind of mixed up. I remember seeing an angel. <laughs> With wings and everything, eh? Oh, no. She was riding a flying horse. 
My own coyotes. Imagine old Rambler with wings. Rambler? <laughs> well, it had to do with old Rambler to make him look like the devil would be to put a fork on his tail and trim his ears. One of the meanest, wildest, orneriest critters. Just the same, this angel had tamed old Rambler right down to riding size. And those wings. Well, old Rambler didn't seem to mind a bit. Then it wasn't Rambler. Uh, I guess we'll take that cast off today. Oh, suits me, Doc. Oh, I just remember, I was talking to a fellow over by Galesburg the other day. He said he had a wheelchair you could use. Pretty good, eh? Yeah. Yeah, you bet, Doc. It's going to be fine. Uh, yeah. Uh, let me get at that cast. You know, if you ask me, Bub, you're lucky to be able to use that wheelchair. After that day when that killer horse rode and stomped on you. Yeah. Oh, easy now, easy. Now, let's take a look at it. What's the matter, Doc? Yep. Maybe it'd be a good idea for an angel to take old Rambler off your hands. You mean... Your riding days are over, Ab. You're lucky the leg don't have to come off. Don't have to... It's going to be a wheelchair for a long time. And maybe a cane, Ab. The leg's stiff. Permanent. No riding? No roping? No... No busting? It's like the bad part of my dream. Stiff leg. Then that's where I met the angel. Hey, Doc. Yeah. Oh, hello, Neil. How's the newspaper business? Terrible. With a capital T. Yeah. You been down to see Donovan today? Uh-huh. How's he getting along? Not too good. He just don't worry too much about getting well. It's been nearly a month since he started riding around in that wheelchair. Well, it's not his leg that's got him depressed. Betty Jean, huh? Believe me, mister, I'd sure like to tell that girl what I... Holy thing. Hello, doctor. Hello, Neil. Yeah. What are you two looking so awfully solemn about? I was just speaking to the doc about you, Betty Jane. Yeah, maybe. I was just going to tell him how much I'd enjoy taking you across my knee and get. Why, Neil Davis, how to slap your face? There's lots of things worse than a slap in the face, I reckon. Really? Just what do you mean by that? Guess you knew Hap's roped a wheelchair on account of his leg. He'll be riding a cane instead of a bronc from now on. The kid ain't getting well very fast. I. Why, that's too bad. I mean... You just said what you mean, lady. It's too bad. Well, to my way of thinking, it's just too bad the kid ever fell in love with a girl like you. Neil, after all, you He's have no right... He's been nearly three months, and you haven't so much as been in to say hello to him. I... Well, I... I've been busy. Yeah. You've been busy, all right. Busy flirting around with that no-count Sid Marshall. Why, you... Neil... Come along now. You'll get more than a slap in the face when I tell Sid Marshall what you said. You send that big ape after me, girlie, and you'll be needing another boyfriend. 
See you later, Doc. Editor Neil Davis dropped in on Hap Donovan to make him a proposition which the injured cowboy never expected to get. And a week later, Hap was busily engaged in sorting out letters, papers, and a mass of miscellaneous matter which cluttered up the battered roll-top desk of Editor Neil Davis when Doc Westmore dropped in. Hey, Hap, hello, Neil. Oh, want to see if I really had a job with working at it, huh, Doc? Come in, Doc. Grab a chair. Come do Oh, these old dogs of mine can't stand the pounding they used to. Oh, that's better. What you doing, Hab, rummaging through Neil's desk? Trying to find the desk. Can't see it for the junk he's got piled on it. Ever since I bought this paper four years ago, I've been planning on cleaning up that old desk. I just never got around to it myself. It looks like you got a summer's job there. I hope it lasts that long. <laughs> oh, uh... Remember that dream I was telling you about once? Dream? Ooh, the one about the leg. And the angel riding old Rambler? Yep, yep, I recollect now. Want to see a picture of the angel? Here. Take a look at this. Picture? Golly, she's a beauty. With lots of love from Marilyn. Have you never told Let me? Let me see. What are you holding out on me for, Hap? Neither, neither. Now, look, Hap, you don't know that girl. I didn't say I did. I just said she was the angel in my dream. You don't know her. Of course he don't. My dad blame it. He took this picture right out of them papers in my desk. You know her, Neil? No. I know who she is, though. You do? Doc, remember Bill Adamson? Well, sure, he owned the paper here. Went bust and you buddy. He lived over at Galesburg, remember? This is Bill's niece. She sent him this picture the year she went east to college. That's about the time I bought the paper. Bill must have left in the desk when he pulled out. Uh, what's her name? I haven't the slightest idea, except what it says there on the picture, Marilyn. Pretty name for an angel? You can't like it, I have. She's pretty. Just like in my dream. I am. Hey, hey, what you doing with that picture? Yeah, leave me alone, I have. Where's the ink, Neil? Here it is. Now, lay off writing on that picture. Yes. Give me that. Yeah, yeah. All fixed up the way it should be. What, what's this? To Happy Donovan, with lots of love from Marilyn. Oh, what's the idea, Doc? Hep, you've been taking a terrible beating around this town on account of Betty Jane Parker throwing you over for that no-good Sid Mayor Marshall. Now, ain't you? Well, I did kind of feel punk about it for a while. Well, I got an idea. Yeah, let's put that picture up on top of this roll-top desk where everybody can see it. I get the idea now. I don't. Wait till I start telling the boys down the street about the new guy he got back east. And when they come over here asking about it, you just show them that picture. Now, hold on a minute. I just ain't for sure that... Well, ain't doing no harm to nobody, is it? That girl's a million miles away from here, and she ain't never going to know the difference. (sighs) With lots of love from Marilyn... That's sure pretty, Doc. Yeah. Well, I hope this don't get me into more trouble I'm in already. Yep. Yeah. Well, let's settle, Hap. How do you like the newspaper business? Oh, swell so far. Oh, Hap said only yesterday. He says, Neil, how much you sell this outfit for when I get that much to buy it That's with? That's Well, I've heard it said once you get ink in your veins, you never can get it out. Well, yeah, I better be moving down the street, tending the business. 
And, uh, <laughs> yeah, spreading that rumor about Hap's new girl. The Overland stage from Sweetwater to Galesburg was late. And up on the booth, the driver was popping leather. Get up there! Suddenly, as the stage swept around the bend and headed for the bridge across Roaring Creek, a masked man on a giant white stallion galloped up the trail and came to a stop directly in front of the racing stagecoach. Standing in the stirrups, the Lone Ranger signaled the driver to halt. You sure picked a bad stagecoach for a robbery, mister. Ain't no money on board and only one passenger. I'm not interested in what you're carrying, driver. And what the blazes you're stopping me for? Most an hour late already. You'll be more than an hour late if you try to put this coach across that bridge ahead. What? What's wrong with that bridge? Floodwater the last two days. Better look at it yourself. Now, see here, if you're up what to some trick... What's driver? What are we stopping for? You stay inside that coach, miss. I ain't sure just what kind of game this outlaw's playing. You'll just dismount and go look at the bridge. You might... Yeah? I'll go look at it, fella, but I ain't going to dismount. Get up! Get up! Run your legs! Get going! Hello! Come on, Silver! As the coach driver lashed his horses in a headlong flight toward the bridge, believing he would otherwise be the victim of a holdup, the Lone Ranger and Tonto raced after him. Drawing alongside the coach, they forced the span of horses to swerve in time to prevent the coach from crossing the bridge. However, the frenzied horses plunged off the trail. The coach was wrecked, and the girl passenger was thrown into the backwater, from which she was quickly rescued, dripping wet. A short time later, around a crackling fire built by Tonto... I sure acted like a fool, I guess. You might have known that if he intended to rob your stage, he'd at least have drawn a gun. Well, here he comes with your horses. Me picks up plenty hot fire. You come get dry, huh? Uh, look at my Concord over there on the bank. All smashed to pieces. Dog gone on the luck. You better be glad, fella. You not smashed up like stagecoach. Well, that's what I say. If it hadn't been for that outlaw, we'd both be drowned. Oh, you plenty wrong about Masked Man, lady. Wrong? In what way? You call him outlaw. Him, Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger? Jiminy Willikers. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. to continue our story. When the stage driver and the girl learned from Tonto that the masked rider who had tried to stop them from crossing the dangerous bridge was the Lone Ranger, they stared at the masked man in awe as he approached the campfire. Sorry I had to cut most of the harness, driver. The horses were pretty badly tangled. Your engine partner was just telling us who you are. <laughs> I'm sure sorry I didn't show better sense when you tried to stop me. So am I. Now we'd better decide how this young lady is going to reach her destination. Oh, uh... You ride, miss? Ride? <laughs> well, I was born and raised in this country. Uh, if you'll excuse me, I'll go get into some suitable riding gear. I see my trunk was thrown clear. Where's the girl going, driver? Who is she? Name is Marilyn Adamson. Going to Galesburg. Lives on the old Adamson place. Mm -hmm. 
Well, uh, can you manage your horses all right now? Yeah. I'll have to go down to the way station in Dover to pick up another coach. I think we'll let the girl ride Scout. Tonto can ride with me, and we'll cut through the hills to Broken Arrow. We can get her a horse there and arrange to escort her to Galesburg. Sure, that's a good idea. Won't be more than a mile or so out of your way to go through Broken Arrow. Hey, that's where it was. Broken Arrow. Yes, sirree. What? Why, ever since that girl got on my stage back in Sweetwater and told me who she was and where she was going, I've been trying to remember where I'd seen her before. You mean you saw her in Broken Arrow? No, I've seen a picture of her, though. Picture she sent her bull, Happy Donovan. Oh, well, here she comes now. We better be getting started. Steady, big fella. Come on, Silver. <laughs> tiny office at Broken Arrow, Doc Westmore was treating Sid Marshall for numerous bruises and bumps. Oh, Sid, now I ain't gonna kill you. You might have known better than to pick a fight with Neil Davis. Ah, he was just lucky. Next time. Next time, time, you mean to say you're gonna start another ruckus with Neil? Shucks, the next time, Sid, he's liable to finish you off completely. Yeah, not the way I got it figured out he won't. Him and that buster down Donovan, Jen. <laughs> that stiff-legged Romeo. Next time I meet Davis, he won't need no doctor. He'll need an undertaker, that's what. Realizing that the threats of Sid Marshall were not idle boasts, Doc Westmore hurried to the newspaper office to warn Neil Davis. However, he learned that the editor had hired a rig and had taken his new assistant, Hap Donovan, for a ride. Meanwhile, the Lone Ranger with Tonto and Marilyn Adamson were riding over a mountain trail toward Broken Arrow when they heard the sound of gunfire. Oh, Silver, oh, boy, oh, easy. Tonto, those were rifle shots. Look, runaway team on trail below. You dismount and stay with the girls. Uh-huh. Come on, Silver. Come on, big fellow. Faster, boy. Faster, Silver. All right, Silver. Now, boy. That's it. Oh, oh, Silver, oh. Easy, fellas, easy, steady. All right. Ready now, easy. Oh, Scott, oh, fella, oh. What happened? Oh. Very much like an ambush, miss. Hello, we'll scout the back trail. Ah, uh, we leave girl with runaway team? No, you don't. I'm riding with you. There's someone around here shooting from ambush. The I team don't... won't stray now, and perhaps she'd better stay with us till we learn what's going on. Come on, Silver. Get him up, Scott. A few moments later, the three riders came to the place in the trail where Neil and his crippled friend had been ambushed. Himasabi, this fellow's dead. Hurry, Tato. Go get that buckboard. Uh-huh. This man's still alive. We must get him to a doctor. Oh, get him up, Scout. Easy now. Can you tell us what happened? But Neil. Where's Neil? Your friend is dead. Dead? Rifle. Is he fired... badly hurt? I don't know yet. Look now. Would you be able Marilyn. to. Marilyn. Well, the angel. The rest of my dream coming true. My name? He's speaking my name. Yes, and calling you an angel. Do you know the man? No. I, I know you. You're Marilyn. My, my best girl. Marilyn. He's fainted. Strange that he should know you and know your name. I, I don't understand. Will you stay with him until Tonto comes to the buckboard? Then see that he gets oh, to the doctor in Broken no. Arrow. Good luck to you. Will I tell Doc about my angel... 
He won't never believe me. Steady, big fella. Come on, Silver. Darkness had come to Broken Arrow. In his room above the blacksmith shop, Sid Marshall lighted the lamp and cleaned his rifle thoroughly. Then he replaced it carefully on the wall, just as a light knock sounded at his door. Uh, must be Louis. Yeah, what? You... Your name's Sid Marshall. Well, sure. I'll but... come in if you don't mind. Yeah, but I do mind, fella. In that case, I'll come in anyway. Now, look here. If you're hiding from the law... I'm sure you could give me pointers if I were. Where's your rifle? Oh, right over there. What do you want with my rifle? Never mind. I see it. Hmm. Fired about three, four hours ago. What? Ah, you buggy, mister. That rifle ain't been fired for six weeks. Funny thing about a gun, Marshal. You can clean away all the dirt and powder stains, but you can't scrub away the odor of an exploded cartridge. I'd sure like to know just who you are and what you're raving about. There were two men shot from ambush this afternoon out on the Chilkoot Trail. Neil Davis and another man with an injured leg. Got a good alibi? I don't need none. I've been right here in my room sleeping all afternoon. Besides, you can take a look at my horse over at the livery stable. I've already done that. Evidently, you... Someone's coming to the door. Be very careful how you behave. I'll be right back here in the shadows with a drawn gun. Sid? Oh, there you are. Hi, Louie. Uh, I, uh, I don't feel very good tonight. We uh, better... Um, uh, I'll uh, see you some other time, eh? Huh? Oh, you don't feel so good, huh? Well, I got something to tell you that'll make you feel worse. You're bad enough. I don't want to hear it. Now get out of here, will you? Sure, only I just come up to tell you that Hap Donovan's still alive, see? He's over to Doc Westmore's right now, getting patched will up. Will you shut your mouth and get out of here? Sure. <laughs> I'll see you later, Sid. Well, just a minute. What in the... Very considerate of you to make a special trip up here to advise Sid Marshall that Donovan is still alive. Well, uh, where did you come from? From the spot on the Chilkoot Trail where Davis and Donovan were ambushed. You happen to own a horse that wears a long J.Y. brand, Louie? Why, sure. That and is, it I... seems I made a mistake after all, Sid. I trailed Louie's horse from that place in the rocks where the ambusher was hidden. Louie, looks like you're the man. Oh, no. Just... You ain't hanging out on me. Sid borrowed my horse this afternoon. He said he was... Ah, you crazy fool! I ain't crazy enough to hang for something you've done, Marshal. And if you don't like it... I'll horse... show you whether I like it. He got me in the shoulder. You're lucky. Marshal took your bullet right through the heart. Yeah, looks like more business for Doc Westmore. Come on, I'll help you. Lady, if you ain't mad at me and Doc for what we've done, I, uh, I guess, um, well, I guess that old dream of mine's gonna come true after all. Just how do you mean, Hap? First, I dreamed my leg was busted permanent. That part come true. The rest of it was, um, I dreamed about seeing an angel. She was sure beautiful. And yeah, what well, Happy's trying to say, Miss Marilyn, is that if you don't have us both tired and feathered for making free with your picture, especially me, claiming you was Happy's girlfriend, well, if you can just forget that, then I reckon you are an angel. You want to know something, you two schemers? Hmm? Sure, what? 
Before I went away to school, I remember pestering my dad one time to take me to the rodeo at Broken Arrow. It was four years ago. Yeah? Golly, you like rodeos? My dad was, well, furious, you might say, because the only reason I wanted to go, I had a crush on one of the riders there. Oh. oh. I thought he was the nicest sort of person that... Still do, for that matter. Uh, he had the cutest name. They called him Happy. Hmm? Happy Donovan. Now, now, now look, lady, you... You proved you was an angel, not now. Please. Oh, here's the man I told you about. The Lone Ranger. Another patient for you, Doctor. Well, what happened to you? You've been trying your fancy draw on the mask, man, eh? I tried it on Sid Marshall, and it worked fine, Doctor. Marshall? It was he who ambushed Davis and Donovan, though he just happened to blunder in and spoil his alibi. He's dead, Hap. He won't give you any more trouble. Doctor, after you've treated Louis' wound... Turn him over to the sheriff. Yeah, we please. Uh, how are you feeling, cowboy? Mister, you might not believe it, but I never felt better in my life. Oh, uh, I guess you already met, uh, my girl, huh? You're a lucky fellow, Hap. Congratulations. Doctor, will you arrange for Miss Adamson to stay in Broken Arrow tonight and see that she's escorted home tomorrow? Yes, sir, you betcha I will. Meanwhile, Todd and I will go through Galesburg and notify our parents of what happened. Comfortable, Hap? Comfortable? Uh, I'm afraid to move. Afraid I'll wake up with no dream, no angel, no nothing. Hap. Yeah, honey? Doc says you'd like to try running the newspaper. Why, well, I did have an idea. Doc that... says the town needs a fighting editor. A man with high principles like Neil Davis. Now that he's gone. Doc says he'll help you out with some money. Well, how about you, honey? I've. Well, I've already told Doc you'd take the offer. And now, what's I... all this going on here? <laughs> I was just wondering what the Lone Ranger would say if he really knew that Hap and I had never met before. Yeah. Um, uh, what were you and the masked man talking about, Doctor? Uh, seems like the Lone Ranger did some investigating at the newspaper office, trying to find out who was gutting for Neil and Hap. He uh, found you a picture there. Oh? Yeah. Just said you had a powerful, heavy handwriting for a girl. <laughs> what was you saying about fooling the Lone Ranger, my little angel?
The story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of The Lone Ranger Incorporated. Thank <laughs> you.